0: have a good-ass show i'm ready for a good-ass show what about you all right right, hey here we are we're back again it's another episode and you'll take his life but he'll take yours too you'll fire your musket but he'll run you through it's that guy over there
1: that's alex he's referring to alex with his his wicked rhymes uh i uh, as per most weeks don't have something cool to say so you know i'm just partnered up with that guy over there
0: jake how's it going shout out uh iron maiden for this week's uh, little <laughs> little quip about alex but uh, yeah hey we're here it's it's another edition we we've got some some hot takes for you uh got, mm-hmm. a, got a lot of good stuff to get to but before we get there alex hit him with the good stuff
1: Dude, the good stuff is happening all over instagram Twitter, Facebook, Red Arrow Productions. Uh, I mean, I say it. I say it every week. I'm gonna say it this week again. We're not hiding. Come find us. You can hit us up on Patreon. Also, Red Arrow Productions. Uh, Twitter is Red Arrow P. I mean, we're on iTunes. We're trying to get on Spotify. You found us. You know, you, you found us somehow because you're listening. Tell your friends.
0: Come tell your friends. Some, tell them to come get some deliciousness.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: But, uh, you know, one thing I will say, I mean, I want to I want to say like the the Patreon thing. I'm going to I'm going to put it out there again. I'm going to repush it because I'm a pusher like that. And I'm shameless in this way. The pusher man. The pusher man. I mean, realistically, like we've had two episodes that we have been paid for and we talked about what they wanted. Like if you want to hear us talk about something, if you know, if you've got something that you just you're just dying to hear about, let us know, man. Like, come, come. Like I said, come get some. Come get it. Come get some of my show. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, so let's let's so, do this thing.
1: Okay, so uh, I know I know both of us have now had the the uh, the pleasure uh, to to see Marvel's Avengers: Infinity War, uh, and and I mean it's it's a hot topic right now. Everybody's talking about it, uh, and I just thought maybe that uh, our opinions uh, could could make for a good show because i i probably a little bit different than the masses on this one.
0: Yeah, it, it's like uh, my opinion on a quiet place, i'm not a fan. But <laughs> 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 Anyway, I, I just had to get that dig in there.
1: <laughs> I, hey, fair enough. I can tell you that when it comes to Infinity War, i thought that there was uh, some some missed opportunities that have that have, they bug me. They bug me a lot, and I feel like they capitalized in some areas where I didn't expect it. The first one being Thanos might be the greatest character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: He's certainly the most most well rounded.
1: That's and he's like a he's the bad guy, but they've they've in my in my own humble opinion, uh, I feel like the bad guys have always been the the weak link in Marvel movies which is right. fair.
0: I mean that's that's always been their critique about Marvel though is that if you want villains you go to DC.
1: Right. That's absolutely true. Um it it well now I mean if we're talking about the movies we don't go to DC for anything anymore. Uh,
0: yeah. Unless it's, uh. <laughs> unless it's Batman strictly and only. <laughs> but it, the, I don't even want Alfred in that movie anymore. Just Batman. Just <laughs> Batman.
1: Just Batman. No Bruce He's...
0: Wayne scenes. Just Batman. <laughs> No Bruce Wayne scenes. This is the name of this episode. No
1: Bruce Wayne scenes. Um, so with with like Thanos, he's so he's so like it was so much emotion, with so little like like action, and I don't mean action like I mean, he got in fights, he was punching people. but like he, his demeanor never changed. yet there was the entire spectrum of emotion from him throughout the whole movie.
0: Well I, I I what I liked about that is over throughout everything he he can he showed this sense of duty like yes. he he was doing this not because he wanted to and he realized that maybe he maybe he did lose his mind and he truly believes that he has to do this crusade and so in in that regard like maybe maybe he's he is a sympathetic villain I would I would
1: I would say that he he didn't. I don't think he was on any like a crusade per se. Right. Well, there, uh, there's,
0: when I say that, I mean realistically, I would say he is on a crusade. He goes around the universe eliminating half the people on every planet.
1: Right. But what I'm saying is, is I, mean, not I don't a holy think he. It, it wasn't like a. <laughs> I think he was perfectly aware that what he was. It felt to me in the theater that he was perfectly aware that everything he was doing was a hundred percent wrong. But it, it had like it had to be done, right? And heavy is a it, head that
0: wears a crown.
1: Right. It was like he didn't enjoy it. Nothing about snapping his fingers and making half of the universe's population disappear made him feel good. But there was that there was that there was that sense of like if I don't do it no one will. Like he would have been willing to let someone else do it. Here, you do it. You go, Jake, I'll wait but nobody else was stepping up so that he he i'm okay i'll do it well, i'll i'll take this one
0: in in this way like i'm i'm kind of reminded of the the comic watchman the way i mean it, it hypes up the classic would you sacrifice one life to save a thousand to would you sacrifice a million people to save the human race boom like and, and that's like that's kind of what Thanos is getting at, like I remember, what he was saying is like, "Hey, what happened to that planet after I got rid of half the people? They're prosperous and happy." Yes. And it's what we, what we in the business call, you know, a justified heal. Yes. And, and there's nothing better than a justified heal.
1: Like it, it's just it was so. I don't know. I and I, it, it's hard for me and to give. Josh Brolin the credit he probably deserves for being such a fantastic character because in my brain it's a computer generated ten foot tall guy who's purple and that's not an actor,
0: <laughs> but
1: Fair. but it definitely was Josh Brolin like just crushing it in every scene.
0: Yeah, I mean he was he was certainly certainly good. I, I think to me the the guy with the best maybe uh, what I call glory scene was Thor when he showed up on the battlefield with the with the axe. I was like, hell yeah, Thor, let's go do this thing, baby. And they're like,
1: oh, you guys are screwed now. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> by the way, people. massive spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I hope that everyone picked up on the, the spoilers when we said, hey, now that we've both seen it, we're going to talk about Infinity War.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, I'll put some something in the, uh, in the description as to when we stop talking about Infinity War. <laughs>
1: Um, but what, let me, so cut, I'm going to cut right to the, right through the fat of it. Cut to the quick baby. What was, the, what was the scene that bugged you the most? Uh,
0: the scene that bugged me the most? Yes. Oh man. Did I, you just
1: told me that you like Thor a lot. So what's opposite and what's the opposite of Thor in this, in
0: this movie? Loki? Like, I, like, well, <laughs> I'm not, like, what are you getting at? Like, you're, you're trying so, to lead okay. me to water. I'm no, not going to drink it. I'm not,
1: I'm not it. trying to lead you anyway. I was just, I thought, I phrased it. For, this is it. Uh, when Iron Man didn't die, pissed me off a lot. Like, really bad. Iron Man is my favorite Marvel character of all time. You and I know that being good friends. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the uh, an episode of the show at least once or twice. Uh, and that would have been the most amazing, glorious, badass rad way for him to go. He's beating the crap out of Thanos, a character that he has no business going fist to fist with at all. And then that guy just breaks his suit, stabs him with it. He's coughing up blood. It's all over. And I was like, that's the way my man RDJ goes out. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I was hype. I was so hype on it. I thought it was going to be amazing. And then Dr. Strange has to go and ruin it. By being a douchebag,
0: unless unless he has the time stone still, but um,
1: yeah, we we can get into all of those hypotheses and predictions later. What I can say is that was horseshit.
0: But I mean, we we talked about this, and I'm I'm gonna come at you with this because I think it's a better, it's a it's so much better because of the 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 character arc we've seen of Tony Stark through the course of this of this ten year saga. We saw him go from billionaire playboy who doesn't give a shit about anything to embattled patriot to to like a loving and caring husband who has to care about someone else in his life all of a sudden to carrying the weight of the human race on his back to suddenly being stranded, helpless on a broken planet by himself. Like after he goes through this whole megalomania phase where he's you know he's joking about reinstituting Prima Nocta but is kind of serious, it, you know I mean this is this is some some real shit here and at the same time like it's it's such a great parallel to the the story that Peter Dinklage's character told which was hilarious by the way, uh, but he talked about how Thanos came in killed everybody and left him to sit alone with his failure. And that's exactly what he did to Tony, but he also did it to him on the broken planet of Titan that he has to sit there and see what what caused all this. I think that's that's same, a that's a crueler fate than death.
1: But that wasn't that wasn't Thanos's plan. That that crueler fate was ha- gift-wrapped like gift-wrapped to him. By Doctor Strange, if Doctor Strange isn't there, he doesn't leave Tony Stark stranded on a dead planet, hopeless. He leaves him dead on a dead planet, hey, dead.
0: Hey, luck is what happens when opportunity and preparation meet. <laughs> Stop. But Thanos
1: is like Thanos's speech right before he leaves of the whole like like basically, I like you, Stark. I hope they remember you, cause you're you're a, you're a, a pimp. You're awesome. I, you're rad, dude. But I gotta go. That whole thing, like, it was such a perfect scene without Doctor Strange mucking it all up. Fair. So, which one irritated, In the way that that scene irritated me, is there one that irritated you? That's where I was, I guess, the water I was leading you to.
0: Oh, okay. You know, I feel feel like Chris Pratt, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Robert Downey Jr. were trying to one-up each other. Duh. And that was really obnoxious. (laughs)
1: I mean that that definitely that whole thing seemed like a, a thing where the the director was like, and whatever you want to talk about go.
0: Yeah just here you go guys uh, yeah it, yeah anyway I, Chris yeah, Pratt, Chris yeah, press anyway. stole my gimmick.
1: <laughs> what I what I think what I will say is they did an incredibly good job of maintaining the integrity of each like characters, Movie while putting them all together, like yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was the one where you know uh, Star Lord, Chris Pratt, he says bullshit, asshole, you know these kind of things, and then in this movie he was the one that was like, that's bullshit, you're an asshole, and nobody, they didn't suddenly say it, right, right, they didn't suddenly have you know Tony Stark coming around being all screw you motherfucker, like none of that, they. Tony Stark was Tony Stark on this this very well-described character transition that you've talked about over the last decade, right? That didn't stop because they added every other actor in Hollywood to the movie. All of this stuff, it was so it was so good to see. It was like I sat in the movie theater for two and a half hours, and I got to see like 17, 20-minute movie. Like that math doesn't add up, I know. But you know what like.
0: And all of them were entertaining in and of themselves. Like, yes. You and I have both agreed yes. that we were – fully entertained throughout the course of the movie. I think it's a great act too. I love when a bad guy wins. I can't wait to see what happens in, in act three.
1: The end, the end where he just sits down in that, in that looked like a broken down little gazebo Yeah. and he sits and the sun comes up and he just, he just smirks just a little bit. I was like, I might be, that might be the greatest ending to a movie since Arnold Schwarzenegger was, was lowered into the liquid steel and gave us a thumbs up.
0: So I just feel I just remembered what I hate about, yes. about this movie. Yes. The Vision is the worst superhero the of what? all <laughs> oh my he, Vision Vision essentially got stabbed twice. That's what he did in the movie. That's all he did. He's he got stabbed, then he went to Wakanda and got stabbed again. <laughs> His superpower is apparently being stabbed.
1: Which is, which, is, which is so messed up. I didn't even think about Vision until you brought it up, and it's perfect. Because, like, from, from they, everything... They let him
0: love, and then they just kill him.
1: <laughs> like, but from everything that was described in Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, is that he's supposed to be this super powerful, almost all-knowing being... Right, who can phase shift and he's super strong. He's like one of six Marvel characters or something that can like handle and pick up Molnir and all of this stuff. Like He's this incredibly powerful dude who, in Civil War and Infinity War, was rendered completely moot by everything going on around him.
0: Anything. A strong breeze blows by and he's having an emotional crisis.
1: And I- it was just like, I, I couldn't... And when they when they ripped the infinity stone out of his forehead, I was like, "That's what's up."
0: Thank there you. Is.
1: That was badass. If you're gonna if you if your superpower is getting stabbed twice, your destiny <laughs> needs to be your face ripped off. Like Get that your was awesome.
0: face ripped off. That's how that's how I'm going out. That is <laughs> From,
1: oh, the worst.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I uh, I will never read a Vision comic. Like if they
1: <laughs> no. Never, um, I do have to. I, I'll, he's like I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. In, in 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 spite of the fact that I know he's not actually gone because the actor Tom Holland has already signed on for like four more Marvel movies as Spider Man, the way he disappeared, and I keep saying disappeared when I talk to people about Infinity War because I don't believe any of them are dead. I just they've disappeared. The way he disappeared was legitimately sad.
0: Yeah, the I don't feel I was, so good. I was
1: like, oh. I was like, "Oh, g- stop it! I don't want to cry."
0: Yeah, like I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's just bug in my eye. Leave me alone. Like, yeah, I don't feel so good. I, I, uh, uh, I don't want to go. Uh, I should have stayed home. I was like, "No, no." And then he disappeared, and I was like, "Yeah, but he's he's gonna be in the next Spider-Man movie, so I guess I don't care."
0: Yeah, it's fine. He'll be he'll
1: be it's, back. He'll be he, he's coming back. You know what? But I, that, that's
0: oh. What I really, really liked is how, you know, at the end of all the movies, it would say, you know, the Avengers will return and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. this one, it's like, Thanos will return in 2019. I'm yes. like, oh. That yes, was... I
1: love that. Thanos will be back. Or, yeah, oh, so good. And that, okay, we all, st- everyone knows it's a Marvel movie. Stay till the credits are over. So we've all seen the after credit scene. um How come we did- didn't, if, if 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 Nick Fury is able to just call upon captain Marvel uh with some sort of 1940s looking pager machine <laughs> how haven't we done that
0: already hey it, why why doesn't the guy in the the arm bar just punch him with the other arm like I mean it, it, it's it, it, let it happen uh, all right
1: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it's like I get that Thanos is the biggest bad guy that we've dealt with, right? I understand that. But at the same time, it's like when, when Loki was the biggest bad guy we'd ever dealt with and he used the Tesseract to summon all the crazy aliens and stuff, that was the biggest deal in the world. And we didn't think, hey, Captain Marvel, what's up? And then when Ultron essentially took over the world, we didn't think, hey, Captain Marvel,
0: What's up? Maybe they didn't have contact with Captain Marvel. You don't know these things. You don't know how Shield works. You don't know about bureaucratic red tape. That's what Nick Fury has to deal with on a daily basis. And thanks to your stupid ass decisions, that's what got us into this mess. He's just now getting Captain Marvel.
1: I'm so glad you used the term bureaucratic red tape <laughs> in your in your defense
0: of the after credit scene. <laughs> And not even real bureaucratic red tape. Uh,
1: <laughs> you you win, Jake. You win that one. Bureaucratic red tape is why we didn't call Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> you don't know these things. Uh, so, anyway, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, another thing that we have both watched uh, yeah. recently, the second season of Last Chance U, because it's officially football season.
1: Officially... Uh, football
0: season because you know the blazers and the avalanche just decided that the playoffs weren't for them and uh so yeah now it's football season that's true (laughs) so uh i ended up watching the second season of last chance you and i have i have some thoughts and i'm a little salty at you because you described it to me and i don't exactly remember the way you described it to me but i'm mad because i thought it was going to be like crazier and more outside the mind like that's what I was expecting coming in. Now tell me what you told me.
1: So, so okay, there is there is a chance that again, like uh, I was, as you said earlier, leading you to water or something like that, and and perhaps I used the wrong uh, uh, approach to describing this season. Basically, what I was my my point when I previously described it was that. Um, everything that you thought may or may not have been annoying about season one was going to get more annoying in season two. I just didn't want to spoil it for you. The head coach is much more of a terrible person. Absolutely. Especially when you take in the fact that for the entire first half of the second season, all he talks about is how I got to change. I got to be a better person. I got to take care of these kids better. And then he's a bigger asshole and a huger piece of shit.
0: Yeah, just a terrible person.
1: The, like every every like player on the team that they decide to focus on is just the laziest whiniest.
0: With the like, with the exception of Dakota Allen,
1: but they don't even really focus on him. They talk about they interview him a couple of times. He talks about how he stole some stuff at at Texas Tech or Texas A and M or whichever one he came from. Tech. And then. And then he breaks his arm, misses a couple of games, plays with the broken arm, has an interception, season's over, and you find out he got reinstated at Tech. Like they talked to him like six times in in thirteen episodes. He's a total pimp. I like Dakota. Allen. Don't get, but they didn't focus on it. They focus on the Isaiah kid or Isaac kid or whatever the running back who uh, now that now we realize has like killed somebody and is in prison. Right. Um, but they, they focus on all these guys that are Spoil- just...
0: Yeah, spoiler, that guy's actually a bad person.
1: <laughs> like, legitimately. Um, they focus on all these other kids who are just, like, lazy and whiny and don't do what they're supposed to do. Like, I get that your head coach is an asshole, but you still gotta work.
0: Like, one of the things about that, uh, like, I remember it sticks out to me. One of the linemen was, was sitting at the computer, just, like, arm just laying back, not even interested in what he's doing there. And Miss Brittany, the only redeemable character in the show. Yes.
1: She's super hot.
0: Like shout out Miss Brittany for like leaving EMCC. Yes. Yes. Uh, like, good job. Good on you. Um, but she's sitting there and she says to the guy, you have to put in your entire email address. Otherwise you can't log into the computer. Is, that's the way the computer system works. And he's like, well, I've been doing it this way. And she says, no, you haven't, because that's not how the system works.
1: <laughs> Literally doesn't work.
0: Yeah, And so what does he do? He does it his way, can't get in. And she just like, the for the first time, you see her show frustration yeah. at, at these kids. Like this whole time she's been the apologist, you know, they're doing their best. I'm here to help. You know, how can I help you? And for the first time you see her crack. And I think yeah. I think that was when she decided to to leave and go out on her own.
1: Bingo. You
0: know, I mean, there Bingo. are there are other things like I would have loved to have seen more of the uh, you know because apparently the quarterback had to go to like sports counseling. Why not show us some of that? Right. Why not Why not show us some of the the dynamic between Brittany and the head coach? Like, I'm sure that's interesting.
1: Well, that's like. That's that, that there's got to be those those unexplained like behind the scenes things of like, all right, uh, we're not going to let cameras come into the room when coach is talking to Miss Brittany where, you know, that guy that the quarterback is the one from whatever school Auburn or, or something like that, that like, isn't he the one that punched the girl in the bar? Yeah, and like, got uh, uh, out?
0: Florida State. Yeah, he straight socked her like that was it wasn't just that he he he, he like threw a straight right cross and it was egregious it was like it was vicious like he was he deserved yeah he deserves to get his ass beat for that
1: I I absolutely agree but it was like you watch the video and his reaction is bad but the girl was totally totally crossing the line like like didn't deserve to get knocked out but definitely deserved somebody telling her to shut up and go away like but that's a difference
0: that's a huge difference like right tell somebody to go away is one thing but i guarantee you you this like like he like he you saw in the video like he comes up and he pushes her out of the way to get to the bar first of all like from from the word go like you're just off to a bad start like don't even and at that point just say i'm sorry that's all you need to do Sorry, that's
1: my bad. Let me buy
0: you a drink. I'm sorry. Guess what? You say I'm sorry, and you stay at Florida State. Yeah. Two two
1: words. Two words. Possibly. Possibly, like uh, six words, because if you're a real nice guy, you say, "Can I buy you a drink afterwards?" Not to hit on her. Just I'm sorry. Can I buy you a drink? That's my bad. Yeah. Here you go. And you're you're, you're a quarterback at Florida State, and you never have to put up. What's his name? Brad. uh, What's the coach's name?
0: Oh, buddy, coach Buddy Buddy, buddy Summer. Buddy's
1: stupid. <laughs> Buddy's stupid. Oh, I hate him. So much. they also they won the championship the next year?
0: Did they? Like the yeah, next they, they won the national So like the the moral of the story is who cares?
1: Pretty much. It was like oh my they God. they won like three. Three of the last four, they did the, the finals, the first season of Last Chance you, where the big fight breaks out and they, they don't make the playoffs. Then the second year, the entire team implodes upon itself and they don't make the playoffs. And then the year after season two, they won the junior college national championship.
0: Yeah, and he's just like, well, I get to put on another ring and stay here forever.
1: That. What, like i feel like he's not even good enough to coach high school from what they show us yeah.
0: in in last chance U. like the yeah just the way he acts like i remember like when we were coaching i i was a yeller coach but i was never like i i never grabbed you and told you you were a piece of shit because you you made the bad call right like right the one thing that was just so crazy it's the one coach burns a first half timeout like the like go ask anybody anybody knows anything about football there's nothing less important than a first half timeout
1: they give you 3 freebies and who can use them whenever you want
0: yeah basically like second half timeouts are different but first half timeouts yes. whatever if something's lined up wrong whatever and the coach says hey i've got 12 call a timeout and he calls a timeout big deal whatever and he just completely comes unglued and brings in his brings up the dude's ex-wife like on the sideline like takes his job away and like brings down Clint Trickett to to call the plays.
1: Oh, I remember that now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like the the interest like if you look at it after the season, the defensive coordinator left, the offensive coordinator left, the quarterback's coach left, and he took like three players with him. Like it was everybody left. They were just done.
1: That it it it, it was it was surprising to see that like the documentary was able to capture the breaking point for all the assistant coaches. Like, that season just happened to be filmed when he went too far and everyone was like, screw this, I'm out.
0: Yeah, peace, we're, we're done.
1: But I, I don't know. I'm sorry I accidentally overhyped season two. I, I tried to convey the annoy. My point was to convey the annoyance of it,
0: I, I, but I, without I think, spoiling it. I think one thing, now that I'm thinking about the conversation, you said, It was so bad that they went to a different college for the third season. And like I I was just kind of expecting something more outrageous. Like I understood that Buddy was, you know, get that camera out of my face like 90% of the time. But it still wasn't like it just seemed like a guy who was off, you know, off his rocker. But, you know, pretty much. Maybe Pretty he was, maybe he wanted to shut down how much access they had. Now, I'm I'm sure that has something to do with it. Like I don't want y'all in the locker room. I don't want y'all at the practice facility. I don't want y'all. And like them, where were they gonna go? Yeah.
1: you can't film the games. You can't film the practices. You can't film my commute to work. You can't film the, their talks with the counselors.
0: I don't want you uh, on the sidelines. I don't want you talking to any players.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, so we don't have a show. All right.
0: See you. Cool. We're going to Kansas. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> So I there's this, this place in Lakewood.
1: There's a place in Lakewood.
0: And it's called the Barbecue Inn. <sighs> I don't I don't know how to respond to that sentence. Neither do I. Because, <laughs> like I wanna know, is it is it barbecue? Is it a hotel? Is it a bed and lunch? Is it
1: <laughs> a, a nap and lunch?
0: A, a chair, lunch, dinner. Is it <laughs> like what is it? I you know I do you have to get out at eleven because you're not allowed to sleep in the chair? Like what's going on? It's the barbecue inn. It's not the barbecue inn. It's the BBQ inn.
1: The BBQ inn. The
0: BBQ inn, which gave me the idea that I want to open an Airbnb BBQ. I. <laughs> Hate you so
1: much for saying that out loud. The Air B and B B Q.
0: You know it. You know it would work. Oh come, my god! Come stay at my house for a night and maybe have some ribs.
1: Be like, uh, honey, do we want to book the ribs or the brisket?
0: Oh, give me the brisket room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that one. That one is extra. Brisket is extra. That's, uh, fine. that's fine. We're on vacation. We're we, on vacation. We
0: deserve it. Treat yourself, honey. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just don't want to end up in the hot links room.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. The air B and BBQ. <laughs> wow.
0: See wow. I, I, I just okay. had I just had to bring that up. I just wanted to talk about the BBQ Inn because it seemed ridiculous. And how did you how did you find it? It's right off the freeway. It's like, it's you can see it from the freeway heading south. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's just I mean just south of Tacoma, so you know. You're just driving along, you're like
1: bbq in
0: what the? <laughs> yeah, basically all right basically swerving driving. yeah i'm like i don't want to go to lakewood there's too many uh military police around there
1: awesome so, all right
0: yeah we but have to
1: do a live podcast for the bbq the,
0: inn. yeah just the bbq and like hey can we do our podcast here they're like who, who are you and why they're like no would you would you like some ribs <laughs> <laughs> yes as a matter of fact. Fair enough. So, so BBQ in. BBQ in. But you know, a couple of weeks ago, this is something that I think we need we need definitely need to talk about. Um, it certainly didn't get enough attention because it wasn't until, you know, a few days ago that I had heard about this. Um, okay. Tammy Joe Schultz, are you familiar with the name outside um. of me talking about it?
1: I was like, only because of our pre-show talks. I have no idea who she is.
0: Okay, so Tammy Jo Schultz uh, was the pilot who landed the crippled Southwest plane. Um, There was a flight that there was a hole in the side of the plane. Like, someone flew out of the side, and one of their engines went down. And she got got on the air, calmed everybody down, and basically landed a 737 with one engine and a giant hole in the side of the plane.
1: I mean, you're describing my Tuesday night. So. Yeah, you know. But, no, I'm yeah. kidding. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's that's crazy in and of itself. That's a cool story, right? Yes. Not. She is one of the first female pilots in the U.S. Navy. Like, one of the first. Like, a pioneer of of air She's one of the first pilots of the F-A-18. Okay, shit. Yeah. And, you know, it, I guess it's one of those things that, you know... I there's a joke that, yeah, it's easy to land a plane when no one's shooting at you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this is this is an amazing, an amazing woman here. Like she she straight up like came out and and landed a 737, saved everybody's life and just calm, calm cool as a cucumber. Like I listen to the audio, and, and you can find it's all over the internet. If you just listen to her, she's like, "Yeah, uh, we've only got one engine. I'm bringing it down. Uh, we have a hole in the side of the plane, and I need a runway." It's just like she's that calm.
1: Did you did you know? Side note, and we we can get back to this, but oh, we will, uh, yeah. I recently uh, learned that there's a federal regulation that states that for like every. Six miles of interstate must be straight. It must then be straight for one mile.
0: Yes, I did know this. So
1: that way they can emergency land planes. Yeah. Every like they can it's only. It's a military be, thing. Yeah, it can only be curvy for six mile six consecutive miles before it has to be straight for at least one mile. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, that's some forward planning, which it basically means that. Our entire, our entire um, freeway system is an aircraft takeoff strip for, you know, when when a war happens. Yeah, pretty much. So, anyway, back to her. Back to, yes, back to her. Back to her. She, uh, after this all happened, she was there going back and forth, like, getting medical care for everybody. Like, individually checking on every person. Like, just to make sure that they were all taken care of and that, you know, they weren't too shaken up. Like, she deserves any and all commendations that, yes. that come to her and like, so shout,
1: Absolutely. shout
0: out Tammy Jo Schultz. Like you, you did an amazing, amazing thing.
1: That's so she's calm enough to land a plane in, in with what, one
0: engine and a hole in the side.
1: Yeah. What I'm imagining is incredibly difficult. I've never landed a plane before. Um, I can barely land a paper plane. So
0: <laughs> I can barely make, she, a paper plane.
1: she's, she's doing that. And then once it's landed she has she has like the, the 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 constitution and concentration and focus and everything to then start checking on each individual passenger. Hey, are you good? What do you need? Got you. Boom. What, what do you need? Got you. Boom. What do you need? That's that's insane.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's like I said in a world that's focused on whatever Kanye West is talking about right now. Like this yes. is something that actually matters. Like poop to scoop. What? But
1: so, poop. <laughs> Poop to scoop. It's his new, it's his new song.
0: Oh, I didn't po- know that.
1: Poop, poop to scoop, scoop to whoop, whoop to poop to scoop to boop. It's like actual lyrics from like his song, I guess. Oh. I've, I haven't heard the song. Uh, I just saw all the internet memes making fun of the fact that the lyrics to Kanye's new song are poop to scoop. Poop to scoop. Poop to scoop. It's like poop to scoop to scoop to whoop whoop de scoop de poop de scoop or something like that.
0: All right. I'm looking this up right now. Look,
1: look it up. So it's uh, – if you go P – I think it's like – it's P-O-O-P-Y-D-I-dash-scoop. If you look that up, you'll find it. Poop-de-scoop. Poop de Poop-de-scoop.
0: Poop-de-scoop. drops the new song Lift Yourself, and its lyrics are unexpected. Poop-de-scoop. Oh, I, I lost it. Oh, wait. Uh, I say I lost it. he clearly lost it Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I am ad blocking the telegraph.
1: yeah, screw
0: you telegraph got blocked yeah, I'm gonna go back to Google where I can read it. poop dee scoop scoop diddy whoop whoop de scoop de poop poop de scoop bingo
1: actual Nailed. lyrics yeah. life is over. Yeah. So, not only not only is, is the world focused on that cuz that's the latest thing Kanye has said. We're ignoring Tammy Joel Schultz who is a hero. A, yet another legitimate American hero.
0: Yeah. What is a, what a, what a, what a time to be alive. I
1: I hope that she gets, what's the, what's the big medal that you can get? What's like the best one?
0: Uh, I think you can get like, well, she's military. She's military. I think she can get the Congressional Medal of Honor. I don't know that for a fact. But since she was military, I believe she can still earn the honor. I
1: thought, I thought everyone could get the Congressional no. Medal.
0: No, Congressional Medal of Honor is only for military.
1: Oh, then what's the good one that not military can get?
0: I, uh, I'll have to Google this. This is why we need a fact checker.
1: We need a fact checker.
0: We need an assistant. Highest civilian honor. The Presidential Medal of Freedom. I knew that.
1: Oh, you didn't know that because you had to look it up.
0: I I couldn't recall it. I did know it. I'll hit you with a shoe.
1: Oh, okay. That's good. If you can hit me with a shoe from where you're at to where I'm at, you've got a job in the NFL. Good for you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, the Presidential Medal of Freedom.
0: Yeah, but I believe so, I believe she would be eligible for the... Uh, yeah. medal. She well, should. She should get both. Screw that. Give, give them all the awards. Give her all, the all of them. <laughs> you them get Alder. the award.
1: And you, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry
0: But for that it, digression. Oh, you know, it is what it is. But hey, these people, they mm-hmm. could have been anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They were here with us, and we appreciate that. Please. people make sure you're checking us out on other places on the internet we're all over Instagram where it's on and popping most of the time that's where to find us but no. uh, that I mean that's where I post the most stuff I, I actually use Red Arrows Instagram more than I use my own now nice so, but for this issue of my show with Alex and Jake good night universe that's a podcast <laughs>